The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up, and waves were breaking over the boat so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even wind and sea obey? The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning, and again, welcome to all those who are here for the journey to joy. Um, In our Gospel reading, um, you may get a visual uh, of this. It's a, uh, the scene is really well known, but you might think of um, a painting. Rembrandt has a really uh, wonderful one. Uh, it's a huge wave. The, the boat that the uh, disciples are on, it's almost, you know, uh, vertical. And you can see the, you know, the chaos of the ocean. And in that scene... Jesus is just kind of waking up. So you get the sense of, you know, he hasn't been worried about it. At the heart of this, really what Jesus is saying is this storm is not your biggest problem. I mean, there's so much more. This is just nothing. And you frankly just don't know who got into the boat with you. You haven't realized who I am. That's, that's what, re- what Jesus is saying. That's that lack of faith. Understanding what your real problems are and who's in the boat. He got in the boat with you. How can you be terrified? Uh, in our first reading, um, we're really going through trying to understand, okay, what is faith? What is faith? Uh, And right off the bat, faith is the realization of what is hoped for. You know, we're not bold enough to hope for the right things. That's 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 our brokenness. We don't we don't hope for the right things. Um, In this reading, we talk a lot about Abraham, and and so the whole concept of uh, Sarah and Isaac, and really uh, the nations, the cities, the history that will come to him. So it's kind of a domestic uh, feel to that uh, and, you know, structural. Um, So I think a little bit of an analogy when you think about your home, uh, let's say, you know, if we could come up with maybe the the most well-known, best design builder that's out there, let's say uh, Frank Lloyd Wright comes to your house and says, uh, what's what do you hope for? What do you dream for your house? And you say, well, I've got a leaky faucet. 
you know, you've, you just haven't really grasped what the possibilities are. Who's, who's decided to come to your house who wants to get into the boat with you? We just don't understand who this is. And then, the, in fact, he's here with me and he wants to help me. This is this brokenness we have. We don't hope for enough. Now, I really look at this uh, reading. Uh, it's really amazing in two respects. Um, at the end, when we really see what Abraham was able to hope for, when he could really expand. So there's this scene with uh, the altar uh, up on the mountains, and God has said, I, I want you to sacrifice your only son. Well, it's very similar to what we see happening on our altar and what we have to see happening in our lives every time we're here at this Mass, that God can't just repair us. He restores us, restores us to something better than we were. Every time we come, we're not just repaired, we're restored. Abraham believed in the idea that he would sacrifice Isaac, that yes, his dream of the nations, the descendants, would still happen. How exactly, he didn't know. But he had faith that the person he was dealing with could engineer through restoration exactly what he was promised, what he was hoping for. Now, the first part of this, to help him get to that, and it's really important how we read this, he says, by faith, Abraham sojourned into the promised land and in this foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the same promise, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations. Here he's really talking about this structure, the city with foundations whose architect and maker is God. In today's world, we think we would call this design-build. The person that's going to design it is also going to build it. So there isn't any discrepancies on what you wanted to have built. You actually get exactly what you want built. God is the original designer of each one of us. He knows better than we do what we need. He's the designer and builder. That's who's at our front door saying, what's, what's in your house? You know, if we, if we invited this uh, Frank Lloyd Wright into our house, and he says, and maybe he was the original designer, and he says, oh my gosh, you've made your uh, bedroom into a garage. You're not using the functions. You're not using any part of the house in the way that you should have. I can restore that so that you function and live the most beautiful life you can. That's what God is asking to do in this scripture. He's saying, hope more boldly. Hope more boldly. 
Look for something that's even better than what you think. That's what he's asking for. Our realization of who we're dealing with. God wants to heal us, restore us. That's what this scripture is really saying. Uh, Today is St. Thomas Aquinas, and he spent a lifetime trying to help us understand who God is, the wonders of God. Now, he had, I know one of the topics is holy moments. So he had a holy moment towards the end of his life, and it was a mass, December 6, uh, honoring the feast day of St. Nicholas. And he had this moment, and it's believed, tradition says that he had a vision of the beatific vision. He had a complete understanding of who got in the boat with him. And he said, i got to stop working because everything I've written just doesn't seem to match up to the grandeur and beauty and wonder of what he just saw. That's, we need to hope bolder. We need to strive to understand the God that just loves us. He wants to be with us. He is massive and he loves each of us individually. That's what we have sitting in front of us. I hope you enjoy your retreat today. Let's stand and offer our petitions.